Hello, vampires and slayers. This is Mixtress Ray, and I'm here with... Me? <laughs> Will you say who you are? <laughs> I'm Michael. <laughs> and this is, what's this bitch talking about? To which the answer to that question is... Buffy. Buffy. I talk about every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer exactly 20 years after after its original air date. And tonight we are talking about phases. Now, Michael is going to read for you the description of the episode in the most terrible episode guide ever created called The Complete Slayer. Take it away, Michael. Phases. Xander... Xander and Cordelia make out in her car and are attacked by a werewolf. Giles is excited, is excited, having never encountered a lycanthrope before. One of Buffy's classmates, Teresa, walks home alone and meets Angelus. Buffy and Giles investigate the woods and discover a werewolf, werewolf hunter named Kane. Was his name spelled like that in the subtitles? Not in the subtitles. Spelled differently. Yeah. They drive to the bronze, arriving as teens flee from the werewolf inside. It escapes before Buffy can capture it. Buffy and Giles hear on the radio that Teresa has been murdered. As the sun rises, the werewolf slowly transforms back into its human form, Oz. Willow invites Oz to help her do some research, but he refuses. Before he can lock himself up, Willow calls at his home. Oz calls at, at his home. <laughs> Oz tries to warn her of the danger as he begins to transform. A lengthy chase begins, climaxing in Willow shooting Oz with a tranquilizer. Wow, they skipped a few scenes there. <laughs> the next day, Oz tells Willow that he'll be fine as long as he locks himself up around the full moon every month. To his surprise, Willow is still interested in dating. Hmm. <laughs> Okay, um, so otherwise known as the episode where you find out Oz is a werewolf and also fragile masculinity. Larry's gay. <laughs> yes, Larry. So that's, that's a good way to start talking about this episode because pretty much in the very beginning you get um, Larry being a total douchebag. Shirk. Like he knocks books out of Teresa's hand. Yeah. And then, like, says something about Thigh Master whenever she bends over to pick the books that up. That wasn't Teresa. That was another girl. No, it was Teresa, I think. No, that was a blonde girl. Oh, okay. Well, whatever. Um, and Larry's always been a total jerk face. He's like the school bully. Like, we have seen him a couple of times before this. Yeah, being a jerk. Being a total jerk. And... Um... Then they are shown in PE class or self-defense class. Or they're having a special self-defense yeah. PE Yeah, which class. totally wouldn't happen. Not the way it happened. Well, I wish we had had some self-defense classes in PE, but we never had anything like that. Yeah. But yeah, the whole scenario of a bunch of dudes standing right behind a bunch of women who were supposed yeah. to like flip them over. And they're just over. like supposed to bend over. And this is like, and this is um <laughs> teenagers. Yeah. Like Yeah. I'm pretty sure that wouldn't happen. So Larry is the one that's actually behind Buffy and mm -hmm. he totally grabs her ass. Yeah. Like not Full just on. 
That was not a stage grab. No, that was like the entire ass cheek in his hand. Like, that was a seriously invasive grab. Oh, yeah. So, of course, she flips him over. Yeah. And she's totally not phased by it at all. After, right before all that happened, Willow tells Buffy that she's supposed to be a meek little girly girl like the rest of us. Fuck that. (laughs) (laughs) Um... So I think this episode is about, you know, men being douchebags in general and going through and and they seem to be showing it as a phase. The episode is called Phases, where all of these men are going through or have gone through transitions. Like, obviously, Oz finds out he's a werewolf, so he has to go through that. Larry finds out he's gay, so he has to go through that. Exactly. Xander finds out he's homophobic and he has to go through that (laughs) oh xander's not really going through anything but well he's being really possessive of both buffy and willow while still being being with with making out with cordelia yeah he's xander is on a journey in this episode because sometimes he's he's okay he's making up for some shit and then other times he's inadvertently admitting that he remembers everything about being a werewolf uh or about a hyena hyena. sorry a hyena because buffy goes i thought you said you didn't remember anything about that i said i didn't remember anything about that that's all he says no acknowledgement that needs to go in the xander transgressions list of which i have many things written down (laughs) which i have many (laughs) (laughs) but then later whenever okay so we didn't really like talk about this whole larry situation but he's being like a super duper douchebag in the beginning of the episode like he always is being super sexist and awful it's just like ew like we we all knew those guys in high school and then um, Xander suspects that he might be the werewolf at the point when they know that the werewolf is around, but they don't know who it is yet. And so he goes to question Larry, thinking, well, this guy's a douchebag. He just got bit by a dog. And the whole time they're having that conversation, like, the way that Xander's wording things is very weird. Like, I know how it feels. I, I've been there, man, because of his hyena shit. But Larry thinks he's talking about being gay, and he comes out to Xander and says that he's gay. And then it's he's such a good actor, whoever that guy that plays Larry. Because, like, immediately, the second he said, I'm gay, his his face just completely changed. Yeah. And he just became a good dude. Like, whereas before, it was like, I hated looking at his fucking face. But he just immediately was like, okay. Well, obviously, I was uh, overcompensating for something. And I don't have to do that anymore. Now I'm fine. And then at the end of the episode, somebody else knocks books out of a girl's hands and he picks them up for her. Such a nice guy. Now. Yeah, and he is. And you get to see him lots more times during the course of high school because I think he dies during the last. Doesn't the mayor? I think he dies during that scene during graduation day. Yeah. Um, if only. All transformations could be that sudden. Like you decide you want to make a change in your life. Mm-hmm. You know, and just all of a sudden within the same episode. <laughs> yeah, within the same it's, episode. Yeah. <laughs> I think that we are sort of seeing, I want to try to pay attention from now on because I think that Xander's character, even though they didn't really 
seem to be paying that much attention to it, but I think that he went through a transition in this episode as well. I think that, you know, towards the end, whenever he's like being a dick about Oz and talking about, you know, now that he's a werewolf, obviously Willow can't be with him. There's going to be paper training. He's going to be hiding her stuff in the backyard and he's just being his douchebag self mm -hmm. like he always was about Angel too. Mm -hmm. Like, and he's like, well, if it were up to me and Buffy's like, well, it's not up to you. And I think that he heard that. I think yeah. that he actually took that to heart for once. I think I'm hoping this might be yeah, the hopefully. turning point where Xander stops pissing me off like all the fucking time. We'll see. That would be nice. <laughs> would be nice. So pretty but much there was that weird moment between him and Buffy in the mortuary where he was like, actually being nice that? for a second. Yeah, but then there was that moment after the hug. Yeah. I was just like what is this weirdness? <laughs> That's the problem though, dude. Especially back in high school, like anytime you think you're just having a real moment with a dude, they're like, yes, now we're going to fuck, right? You know, like... I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> come on. I'm, so, I'm sorry so, all men are just, just you know. <laughs> and then there's a couple of comments throughout the episode of, you know, men being animals and stuff like that and really the only dude that's just being an awesome feminist dude besides Giles of course but he's older and he's already gone through this fucking stupid ass fragile masculinity phase in his life he's over it but Oz 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 has always been progressive Oz is not I would say even though Oz is the villain of the week technically I guess in this episode he is still the MVP in my mind. Oh, he is. Yeah, I wrote that down. <laughs> because. Spoiler alert. He is so sweet. <laughs> that boy is sweet. Well, see, that's why I think it's kind of interesting. Like, did they do that on purpose? That he's the only one that doesn't need to overcome. His you, transition. Overcome. Like dealing with. Being, you know, an asshole dude. He doesn't have to come to terms with being an asshole dude and move past it. That's not the phase for him. Yeah. He's the only one that's actually also a monster. Yeah. Like, is that because he's not a douche the rest of the time? So he has to be an extra douche three days a month? I don't know. I don't know. But um, one of my books was talking about how um, the fact that Oz is... So they find out that werewolves are werewolves three nights out of the month not just the full moon but the day before and the day after and the sex and the slayer book that um, i have was talking about how the comparison between a werewolf being a werewolf during the moon cycle is a comparison between a menstrual cycle which yeah i've thought yeah. i've thought about that similarity before but that they described it as being something that feminizes oz and I like as if it was a bad thing. Like I don't, I don't think that. I'd say Oz is already effeminate. But why? Just because he's not a douchebag? Like there's nothing. No, no. Because he's Maybe intuitive he's and empathetic. Yeah. Like why are these traits assigned <laughs> to women? Because they're these not are assigned just, to men. These are just traits. That are, you are quite the human traits. Yeah. These are just yeah. humanity. Okay. 
Well, he's just a terrific person. He is. Okay. Speaking of not being a terrific person, though, Willow. What the fuck? So she first she says, I don't want to be the only girl in school that doesn't have a real boyfriend. Like, what, what the fuck is Cordelia. that? And then she says, skanky ho, in <laughs> reference to Cordelia. Like, bitch. Yeah. I mean, Buffy did say meow afterwards. So that was kind of... <laughs> I want to remember to say that in conversation. <laughs> Meow. <laughs> um, Xander's reaction to Larry being gay, like, he does okay. Like, th- no. They don't make him, like, he's a little bit, like, nervous that people are gonna, that he thinks that he's gay because of what he said before that. But he doesn't, like, act repulsed by Larry. He doesn't do any of the typical dude stuff. There was a little bit of repulsion, not at Larry, but at the thought that people might think that he's gay. He seemed repulsed by that. Yes. So for that, you know, you know, I just I was just kind of shocked by that. I I don't I don't think that was repulsion necessarily as much as it just was. I guess I would have interpreted it differently had I not known that the writers were thinking that they were going to make him gay at this point. Yeah. Because his reaction was very... The fact that he wouldn't talk about that conversation with Buffy. Like, why wouldn't he just say, yeah, he's not a werewolf. I mean, I guess he wouldn't out Larry, though. I mean, that's... Well, Larry... But I don't think he... himself. Yeah. But I don't think he was doing it he was not talking about it because he was trying to protect outing Larry. He was doing it because he was afraid that Buffy might think that he was gay simply by having that conversation with someone. I mean, Sanders got some really so like, fragile. Yeah. So fragile. <laughs> Major fragility. Yeah. <laughs> but overall it seemed okay. Like he didn't like Larry was like hugging him afterwards and stuff. And he wasn't like doing that thing where like, just because somebody, you find out someone's gay. He wasn't like thinking that Larry was going to automatically be attracted to him. Yeah. You know, like that was the big thing in high school. Boys were like, what? I could be in the locker room with the gay if dude. Be if looking a dude's at gay, me. it means he automatically wants to fuck yeah. every man. Which I mean, the pool is pretty small in high school. I mean, if Larry did think that Xander was gay, wouldn't he at least maybe be interested? You know? Huh? Maybe not. Maybe Xander's not his type. Not his type. Not Larry's type, because Larry is cooler than Xander, unfortunately. Probably. Well, yeah, after his transition. Yeah. Uh, Of course, that's a pretty low bar. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) I'm Um, not a Xander fan, in case you didn't pick up on that. Yeah, at this point, (laughs) I am not either. And I loved him so much the first time, first couple times watching the show, and now he just pisses me off all the goddamn time. So, another part where Xander pisses me off, whenever Cordelia and Xander are making out in the car, and... He's talking about Willow the whole time. Well, yeah, but I don't care about that. He's just being stupid, because he is so possessive. Like, he does not, he's not interested in Willow at all. But he wants to be the only dude. In her life? Yeah. He wants to be He's so mad that Willow is actually interested in Oz. Someone other than him. What a dick. He's such a prick, because he just wants to string her along. That wasn't even the part I was going to bitch about, though. What I was going to bitch about 
is that okay they're making out and he keeps saying he hears something and cordelia's like what is willow sending out a special distress call that only you can hear <laughs> and then the werewolf attacks and like claws through the top of the car and it's i can only go through that one spot on the canopy on the convertible top only what do you mean only that one spot? well it put its hand through the one spot and was trying to grab around for him when it could have just like put its hand through another mm, that's part of Whatever. this canvas convertible <laughs> you can't try top. to pick apart that kind of stuff on buffy it's just too okay. easy yeah it's too easy yeah. but what made me mad was when they were driving away and he's like i told you i heard something like really right now whenever like you almost died by werewolf attack you're gonna i told you so yeah and he's yelling at cordelia the whole time get the keys we gotta get out of here like fuck she knows dude (laughs) she's not fucking dawdling when there's a werewolf reaching in the car well some people might freak out and freeze in that instance yeah and someone yelling at me is not gonna help anything yeah cordelia puts up with so much yeah she does but you know people have to put up with stuff from cordelia as well the um i think the scene when oz and willow and cordelia and xander and giles are all standing around cordelia's car talking about you know werewolves is probably the best because that's when Mm -hmm. they're first talking about researching werewolves and giles Giles is so way too giddy (laughs) he's like oh i'm going to go consult my books and talking about the full moon and look on buffy's face (laughs) that was hilarious and willow just knows she just knows when the full moon is she's like well last night was the night before the full moon tonight's the full moon she just knew she's got the moon calendar in her head already such a witch she's already a witch i know so witchy yep that shot with buffy i gotta find a gif of that when she's just like making the funniest face (laughs) oh okay um and then uh giles has a globe after he does his research and he talks about the lunar effect on the human psyche and how it brings out the darkest parts of all of us Mm -hmm. so is that like is that what we're supposed to think is happening with all the dudes in this episode is that they're all just super dark because it's their time of month yeah maybe their primal sides are brought to the surface i thought they call it that when chicks are pmsing don't they call it their primal side primal menstruation syndrome yeah (laughs) (laughs) um and then and then they kind of get literal with the whole masculinity thing because as giles is explaining how werewolves work to everybody in the library um I don't know, he's just explaining the behavior of werewolves or something and animalistic and blah, blah, blah. And Buffy just is kind of like, so your typical male. And Xander goes, hey, on behalf of my gender, hey. <laughs> and um, and then Giles kind of has his back and says something like, um, well, let's not jump to conclusions. And Buffy says, I didn't jump. I took a tiny step and their conclusions were. <laughs> it was a good little moment. Yeah. That was almost my quote. It wasn't quite my quote. So then um, Giles and Buffy go out hunting to on the second night, the night of the full moon. Mm-hmm. And then they meet Kane. New dude needs to be punched in the face. Yeah, he's he sweethearts her. Ugh. 
<laughs> you know what really grinds my gears? <laughs> Does it? <laughs> Remember when I had to tell you to stop calling me sweetheart in the very beginning? I didn't mean it like that, though. You know that. <laughs> well, it's too bad. <laughs> <laughs> I meant it like when a, uh, like a 50-year-old waitress says it to you. Like See, that. that's okay. <laughs> Women can call me sweetheart all, all goddamn day because they're never going to say it like sweetheart. I don't say it like that. Never said it like that. <laughs> um, okay. So he's mean. The werewolf hunting guy is totally an ass. And he makes some comment about Giles. Like getting the fruit off the tree young or something like that. Or Yeah. Ugh. Really that bad. Was, yeah. Then there's a scene with Cordelia and Willow at the bronze doing a little bonding. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What's up with What's up with guys? couple of guys talking about Xander and us. Yeah. Um, and then, okay, the next morning, so they don't get Oz. Oz gets into, Mm-mm. we don't know it's well, Oz yet. The werewolf yeah. gets into the bronze as Willow and Cordelia are talking. And I don't think he hurts anybody, though. Hmm. And then afterwards, he runs into Angel, which they keep calling him Angelus in all of my books, but I don't think they've referred to him as Angelus yet. No. I don't think they have. I want to know when the first time he's actually called Angelus on the show is. But anyway, so Oz, the werewolf that we don't know is Oz yet, runs into Angel and they have like a little hissing contest. Mm-hmm. And um, the werewolf wins and Angel runs away. And he's just killed Teresa. 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 And... Um, it's a shame we don't get to keep Teresa because she was she was not bad. She was kind of a good actress, and yeah. we only get her in this one episode because then she's dead. And then Oz wakes up the next morning, and you see him transition from werewolf to Oz, and that is what the whole budget of the episode was blown on that, that effect. That one effect, yes, yeah. Because they, I bet, just went. It was good. They just went to you know like. A used costume store for that werewolf outfit, but <laughs> and they had to morph it to morph from it. that to Seth Green, which I think they should have kept Seth Green with the pointy ears because that was like the last thing to go back to normal was the ears. Should have let him cool keep the pointy, the pointy ears. ears. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, yeah. Pointy ears are always cooler than non-pointy ears. Yeah. I mean, that's why just, is that? It's just life. And then he's all you know, waking up in the forest naked, and he's like. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Just like this is Tuesday. <laughs> and then he goes home and calls because earlier in the episode he had talked about how his like nephew bit him yeah, on the on the finger. finger. And then he calls his sister or his aunt or whatever. So is Jordy a werewolf? How long has that been going on? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay, well, Love to Ken. <laughs> like, like what? No reason. First of all, how, like, does that mean that if you bite someone when you're not a werewolf? It's, I mean, if it's a virus. Yeah, but. It's in you all the time, right? I mean, the kid was in kid form when he bit Oz on the finger, right? And he still was able to turn him into a werewolf? So any, yeah. any like, blood transfusion would be, like, turning into a zombie? So if I guess, so yeah. if Oz accidentally got cut and someone touched him, they would become werewolf. 
well, got his blood into their bloodstream well, yeah. or his saliva into their bloodstream. So there'd be no, like, so, blood packs between you and Oz? Well, no. No one does that. Come on. <laughs> no one actually does that. Uh, um, okay, and then we get to the scene where they're in the library, and that's when Xander, like admits that he knew about being a hyena and he's a total asshole and that's going on his list and then there's the larry coming out conversation so that's where that fits um buffy's makeup is really good in this episode like they really perfected how to do the eyeliner under her eyes to really bring out her unique eye shape yeah they know what they're doing and willow had two good outfits in this episode she's rocking the fuzzy sweaters yeah. i mean they probably the fuzzy sweaters that's where the budget that's also a, where the and overalls goes. take yeah. up her entire closet basically yeah, yeah. so which is fine it's, it's good overalls though perfect attire for being a damsel i mean i hope that if i'm ever in a damsel situation <laughs> you're wearing overalls. that i'm wearing overalls because like you're ready to go like you can run you're you're covered. You got you know you can tumble, in that you're you're good. You're good to go. But you might get some uh, dirt stains on your butt that magically wearing... disappear. Yeah. Well. <laughs> um. Oh, and then there's the scene where um, Buffy suspects that Teresa maybe wasn't killed by a werewolf when they had suspected that earlier. Dun dun dun. So they go see her at her wake. Apparently, just happens to be. And they were she's... the only two there. Yeah. And sign the guest book, and then you know they see that she has a vampire bite, and um, then Teresa wakes up and she's a vampire, and apparently Angel turned her into a vampire just so she could tell, tell Buffy. Buffy. Angel says hi or whatever the fuck it was. And so, of course... Well, that sounds like something Angelus would do. Yeah, it does. Send a message to Buffy through a person that he sires. That's just so ridiculous because what if she never encountered Buffy? Oh, he was pretty sure she would. Okay, well, whatever. Because she knew Buffy. Yeah. He knew she knew Buffy, so... Yeah. And then, um, so, Buffy has to kill Teresa... And she's kind of upset afterwards, you know, because Angel's a douchebag now. Well, and Xander killed Teresa. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because... Xander kind of saved Buffy because Buffy kind of freaked out once she said Angel's That's name. That's true. I forgot that. He, so, he staked her with an easel. I mean, if Xander wasn't there... Oh, please. I'm just saying. She would have gotten it together. Would she? Have? She wouldn't have been taken down by she, Teresa. She freezes... Every a little once. too often. She freezes only when someone else is there to save her. Okay? Yeah. She doesn't freeze when she's by herself. Okay? Hmm. She freezes when she knows it's going to be all right to kind of take a <laughs> mental break. Just kind of go away for she's a second. She's some backup. Yeah. So Xander saves her, I guess, whatever. And um, he actually he actually has a moment where you think, oh, he actually does care about her. Like he hugs her and he says, you know, don't let him get to you. He's not the same guy you knew. And just like says some comforting things. And it's a nice little friend moment. But then somehow he interprets that she's macking on him or something because she had a moment where she freaked out and she needed a hug. 
And then yeah. he's like, oh, my life's not too complicated. Like, what the fuck, Xander? Like, no. <laughs> like, he thinks that Buffy, Willow, and Cordelia want him and need him, love him, only him. He's such an idiot. Oh, man. Okay. Um, I really like Buffy's lavender vinyl trench coat. Mm-hmm. Trench coat? Trench coat. You never say it like trench, trench coat. coat. Trench coat. <laughs> I'm going to start, though. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. And then Xander makes his stupid comments about Oz, and that's when Buffy says, it's not up to you. Uh, and then reveal Willow's second good outfit. Oh, yes. This is my outfit of the episode. Willow's wearing, like, radiant orchid fuzzy sweater. Did that color exist in 1997? You may not have called it that, but it was kind of in between purple and fuchsia, though. You know, kind of in that in-between space. I think you could call it orchid. Mm -hmm. And uh, And radiant. And radiant. Very radiant. (laughs) Fuzzy. Fuzzy sweater. This is at least... She wore at least three fuzzy sweaters. Yeah. Fuzzy sweater. Because she started with like a red fuzzy sweater, and then with the overall, she was wearing a blue and white striped fuzzy sweater. Mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. a good color combo. Mm-hmm. It's good. Yeah. And then okay, so she's wearing the radio radiant orchid fuzzy sweater, and then a dolphin necklace, which I totally had one of those. Never didn't have one. <laughs> and um, she's wearing like a lavender skirt with kind of citronella e like daisies or something on it it was definitely floral yes michael's doing um some motions <laughs> some hand descriptions <laughs> like, i'm vanna whiting the shit out of this okay yeah, like I, I i knew that what you were doing was a flower pattern on a skirt <laughs> with what you were doing right there and then the tights what did you call them because like it was perfect desert rose no before you said desert rose. smoky violet smoky violet yes smoky violet tights I, I crossed out what I was going to describe them what once you said smoky. Well, at first you said lavender, and then when we were around it, I was like, those aren't fucking lavender. Sorry. Um, so smoky violet tights. You didn't get to see her shoes. Unfortunately, that probably would have ruined it because Willow's always fucking wearing like stupid Adidas sneakers with her outfits. Or, or flats. Oh, my God. Well, I don't care about flats. It's just like Adidas. She's also wearing one of her Adidas backpacks. She has too many of those. Like, what is the deal with the Adidas? Product placement. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, Got to pay for those transition scenes. <laughs> so when she's wearing that outfit is when her and Oz are having one of their cute Willow and Oz conversations. Mm-hmm. Where where Oz just naturally assumes that now that he's werewolf, that maybe she's not going to be interested in him anymore. But she totally is. But he'd still. He'd still. If she's still. I'd still if you'd still. Oh, he'd still. He'd very still. (laughs) (laughs) So, such a cute little conversation. And then um, Willow walks away, but then she turns around and she kisses him. And it's their first kiss. Oh, it's so cute. Because we forgot to mention that the whole episode, Willow is bitching because they haven't kissed yet or something. Which, like, their first date was in the last episode. I wish they would have, like, drew that out a little bit longer. Like, really? She's whining about how they haven't kissed when they've had like three dates okay um he won't put out <laughs> <laughs> he's such a prude such a prude 
and then um, after she kisses him and then turns around and runs away, which is totally perfect for yeah. Willow's first kiss. Of course, it's going to be she kisses somebody and then turns around and runs away. Yeah. And that's perfect. Mm-hmm. And then he says, a werewolf, werewolf in love. love. <laughs> so cheesy. <laughs> so cheesy. So did you have, did you pick things like your favorite outfit, things like that? Um, I think I'd have to agree with you on the favorite outfit. The other. It's not the overalls. As much as you talk about the overalls, it's not the overall oh, outfit. Overalls are just so sensible, you know. <laughs> I really need to have more overalls in my life. <laughs> I mean, you can wear one strap down. Both straps down. Oh, no, you can't do that. Yeah, if you get a belt. A belt? Don't overalls have belt loops, too? Oh, my God, that's wrong. <laughs> I'm just, like, imagining the whole flap is I mean, down with many, a belt. Do, do they make cargo uh, overalls? Because, I mean, like, how many more pockets could you really get on a pair of overalls? You got the regular pockets, the back pockets, There's the always a pockets, hammer loop. There's always a hammer, a hammer loop. loop. If you had cargo pockets... I mean, this is like maximum storage space here on a, a one piece piece do, of clothing. Do you think the Dickies still makes overalls? Because those were Dickies overalls. Did you notice the little Dickies patch on the overalls? D- isn't Dickies the only ones who make overalls? <laughs> no, there's Osh- Oshkosh Bagosh. Oh, okay. Those are just for kids, though. <laughs> no, they make adult Oshkosh Bagosh. No, they don't. Yes. Yeah, if you want to look like a toddler. Well, isn't it a little infantilizing just wearing overalls anyway? I guess it is very much like a onesie. Yeah. Oh, man, there's this guy that comes into the library. In a onesie? In overalls with no shirt. Oh, and that's not God. a good look. Is he furry? Overalls always go mine furrier. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so your outfit is... The last one or the overalls one? The last one, because okay. that was a better, it was a better look. It was cute. It was very cute. It was her, her signature style of tights, yeah. fuzzy sweater, and like short skirt. short skirt. Yeah. With flowers, usually. Willow is very much a short skirt, long jacket. No. No. The jacket would would be, no, she's more peacoats. Yeah. More peacoats. <laughs> um, did you have an object? The overalls? Yeah, the overalls. <laughs> Citronella overalls. So practical. <laughs> so practical. And those stains, those mud stains came right out. <laughs> it's like it didn't even happen yeah. in the very next scene. Yeah. Her ass was clean. Like she took time. She took the time after escaping from a werewolf attack. She took the time to clean off her ass before she went to find Giles and Buffy. It's... I mean, she cares about those overalls, obviously. Well, yeah. I mean, you got to stain treat that immediately. Yeah. Yeah. She must carry an OxyPen on there. <laughs> he didn't have those in 1998. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. My object is Buffy's bracelets because she had those bracelets, man. It wasn't the dolphin necklace? Well, dolphin oh, You don't necklace. need to covet that because you already have it. Well, I don't still have that. I haven't had a dolphin necklace since, like, third grade, okay? (laughs) Um, No, it's got to be Buffy's bracelets, because she's got those bracelets, man. I had those bracelets, and I don't know how to find them again. Where it's like... I didn't notice. It's like 20, 30, maybe, bracelets, and they're tiny little springs. They're, like, metallic, like, hematite-colored. And, like, there's 
There's springs. They're the best. I don't know what you speak of. Yeah, they're... Nobody ever does, and I don't know how to look that up. Like, little springy bracelets? Like, how do you look that up? If anybody knows how to find those bracelets, I need to know immediately. Mixtressradio at Gmail. Make it happen. Hashtag springy bracelets. <laughs> springy bracelets. Um, do you have a quote? Oh, there were some good ones. Um... I'll tell you mine. I don't remember any of them. When they're standing around Cordelia's car talking, um, Willow's worried about bunnies. And Oz says, they might not look it, but bunnies can really take care of themselves. So we're talking about werewolves, and she's worried about bunnies. Much to Anya's chagrin. <laughs> they, can, they can really take care of themselves. <laughs> um, most valuable player, we've already both said, is Oz. Because he doesn't have to stop being a douchebag because he never was one. Yep. And he never will be one. Spoiler alert. No. What are you going to say? You can't say it. Well, I was going to say, well, he, he does off. take off. But, well, he needs to. But he, I mean, he, he needs just, to process. He just got cheated on. And he also has to, you know, like learn to control the beast. He takes within. off after he's the cheater. When Willow cheats on him, he sticks around and he fucking works it out. Maybe I forgot some Even details. Even though she doesn't deserve it. That's a little harsh. It's a little harsh. Um, and then, okay, so five by five ratings, enjoyability. What do you give it? Oh, five. Five? Five all the way. Okay. Yeah. I, thought, I thought that there should have been a little more angel in there. Like, I mean, like, he is the big He just showed bad. up to hiss. Yeah, he just showed up to hiss. Like, and, well, and where's Jenny in this episode? She's gone. She couldn't like, be bothered. What? <laughs> she's probably at home moping. Because? Because they all just found out that she's really Yama from the Calderash clan. Oh, yeah. Had to take a day she's off. She's moping. She took a day off for that when Oz didn't even take a day off when he realized he was a werewolf. I know. I would have stayed home. I've been like, <laughs> I need a personal day, dude. <laughs> of course, I would use any excuse in high school to stay home from school. Yeah, you were pretty terrible. I didn't terrible. need an actual excuse. I just would refuse to get out of bed. For I don't think I actually saw you our senior year. I skipped school. about two days a week. Yeah. Mondays <laughs> and Fridays usually. Yeah. <laughs> of course, you had shunned me in our senior year for some reason. Hmm. You were kind of cocky. <laughs> okay, I give it a four. It's, it's good, but you know, like a five. What? A five is restless. I mean, this is a good episode, but like. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, you, I I didn't know that I had to compare it to every other episode. Well, you don't, but that's just how I do because I know what my perfect five is. So other things. <laughs> restless. And the rest is garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's other fives, but this one's this one's good. This one's good. Um, as far as conveying the message, clarity. the message being dudes, uh, masculinity so fragile, and uh, dudes going through phases. I and... I give it like a four point five. Okay. All right. In fact, I'll change my first score to a 4.5 as well. Okay. So you give it two 4.5s. Yeah. I don't have to do that math because that's what I gave the last two episodes. Ooh. So your total is 20.25. Yep. There you go. 
I give it a four for clarity of message. So it gets a 16. So do we have any final thoughts? We did that pretty fast. 40 minutes. That's fast? It's fast. That's fast. Well, I, like, I think that's like the perfect length for a podcast. I mean, I know you're going to add more shit to this. I don't think so. I don't think no? I have anything else to add. No, I got to be here for the whole the whole shebang. Well, yeah. I didn't call this the minute and then talk for 40 minutes, did I? <laughs> I don't want to fucking edit this shit. I'm doing it all at once. I'm going to upload it immediately. Immediately. Because it's 10, 12, goddamn, and I'm ready for my tea. Um, so, uh, final thought. I, I, I really enjoyed this episode. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. uh, as far as, you know, the whole canon goes, it was it was ultimately important. Yes. You know? Yes. Oh, well, it's one thing we did not talk about is um, this is one of the first times that we are introduced to a monster that is also a human. So nuance and remained humanized because Giles, I mean, Kane was the only one who was, you know, trying to kill werewolves. But, you know, Buffy and Giles and everyone else were like, hey, remember, it's still a human. Yeah. Still a human the rest of the days of the month. But then when Buffy was, you know, when they were in the library all talking, when Oz came in, she's like, ooh, if I could get my hands on it. Three well, minutes she was mad cage. because it killed, she thought it killed Teresa at yeah. that point. Yeah. And but still referring it to the werewolf as it. it. Well, because they didn't know the, yeah. if it was male or female. True. Um, so <clears throat> that's nice. The you get an introduction to, hey, you know, not all monsters are 100% evil. Like, later we'll get to meet actual demons that aren't really necessarily thought of as evil, like Clem. Lorne. And Lorne. That's, that's not that's an angel, it. though. <laughs> um, but, so, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Nuance. It's not good just black thing. and white. It's not just vampires a good blanket thing. evil. Wait, is Lorne a demon? Mm-hmm. He doesn't do bad things, but you know, you could still be good even if you're a monster. So that's the moral here. That makes me feel better. You can still be good even if you have a penis. <laughs> that's a good moral. <laughs> so okay. Uh that's that then. We oh shit. Will we be back next week? Oh. I think we have to take a break. Oh shit. I think there's another fucking break. Yep, the next episode will not be until the 10th of February, so you guys will just have to live without me in the next two weeks. So, I'll see you again in two weeks. Okay, bye. Bye. I love you. (laughs) I love you. (laughs) A werewolf in love. (laughs) (laughs) That's the sound of a heart closing in on the frame. It's getting darker and darker and smaller and smaller. Bye. Bye.